Hello, everyone. This is Scott Reichel, and this is the Betting Bay Area Podcast and Believe Podcast. Now we're the Bay Area's number one sports podcast. Now we're the only place to show up for a team in the Bay Area and more. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're also available in your directory, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast on Twitter. And you can find me personally at Reichel Radio on Twitter. On this week's show, we're going to be switching gears once again as we were talking about baseball for the last couple of weeks, but now. We're going to be talking about something a little bit differently, a league that's going to be starting up within the next two weeks that people have not been talking about, and that is the WNBA. And we're going to be talking about the Los Angeles Sparks from a betting perspective while talking about some props that possess a lot of value in the betting market. So without further ado, we're going to dive right in, and we're going to start out with the NB- with the WNBA championship odds uh, for the 2020 season. And first of all, for those of you who don't know, the WNBA decided to go full steam ahead, but they are going to be doing a shortened season on a neutral site, which has, has, which has caused a couple of issues from some players as they decided to opt out because of safety concerns. But all systems are a go, and the WNBA should be kicking off at some point within the next two weeks. So uh, looking at the championship lines, the Washington Mystics as of right now are the favorites at plus 300. Whether or not that's deservingly so, I'll get into in a second. But they are the favorites. The Las Vegas Aces are the second favorites at plus 450. The Sparks are tied with that also for the second lowest odds at plus 450, along with the Seattle Storm. So you have a three-way tie for the second lowest title odds at plus 450. Then you have the Connecticut Sun, who are plus 600. And then you have the Phoenix Mercury, who are at plus 1,200. A couple of other teams below like the Liberty and the Dallas Wings, etc. But those teams don't really have much of a shot to win, so I'm not going to be including them in the sake of this video. But starting with the WNBA, you have to talk about the elephant in the room, which has been a lot of players deciding to opt out of the restart, which is something you've seen in smaller doses in the NBA, with the likes of David Bertans, Bradley Beal, DeAndre Jordan, etc., Spencer Dimwitty. You've seen that around the league uh, in the NBA. It has been going on with the WNBA, But in terms of star power, definitely had a bigger impact on the WNBA than the NBA because even though some role players or some, I'd say, starters who, I I don't want to say fringe all-stars, even that's a little bit much, but either or, the NBA has been, uh, I'd say, a little bit threatened by role players who have decided to opt out. The WNBA has lost a lot of stars, and that's going to transition us into talking about the first favorites or the, I'd say, the team with the shortest odds to win the championship in the Washington Mystics at plus 300. And they just lost the reigning MVP in Elena Deladon, who ended up deciding to opt out of the restart. Now, this has been a huge storyline over the course of the week because of the fact that she has had Lyme disease in the past, and she believes that she is a serious health risk for the restart. And yet, the WNBA doctors examined her, and decided that she would not be granted a medical exemption. And Deladon, of course, was extremely bothered by that, especially after leading the Mystics to a championship last year and being the reigning MVP. Uh, Having said that, she did decide to opt out. Uh, However, she will not be getting paid, but the Mystics, in good faith, decided to pay her her salary anyway. So it seems like there was a happy resolution there. But Deladon will not be there, and needless to say, the Mystics, of course, should not be a plus 300 a team to win the championship when they're missing their MVP alongside a couple of other bench players like Natasha Cloud, etc., who have already opted out a week or two ago because of the restart. So the Mystics, even though they're a plus 300, that is not adjusted for Deladon being out. 
They should easily be in the plus 600, plus 700 range. So that line is definitely off, and I expect that to move in the next couple of days. Now, looking at the second team to talk about here, you have the Las Vegas Aces. Very solid team in the Western Conference. However, they are also going to be missing a couple of key pieces because of both injury and coronavirus. They ended up losing their starting point guard, Kelsey Plum, former number one overall pick out of the University of Washington due to a knee injury. She's been a little bit underwhelming so far in her WNBA career, but uh, not having your starting point guard definitely hurts. And then you have the massive blow to the Las Vegas Aces, which is the loss of star center Liz Cambridge, who is probably the best center in the entire league. And she officially opted out of the restart roughly a week and a half ago. So the Aces lost their starting point guard and their starting center, who is probably the best center in the entire league. The equivalent of, I can't even really think of a comparison, an Anthony Davis type in this league. She's really just that dominant, and now she's not going to be playing. The Aces should not be plus 450. Of course, they still have some talent on the roster, and I'm not going to completely dismiss them. But even plus 450 seems a little bit too low. They were the favorites on FanDuel roughly a week and a half ago, so this line has adjusted since Cambridge's absence. I still don't think it's adjusted enough. I think they should be in the plus, I'd say, 550 range, plus 650. So at plus 450 seems a little bit low to me, and I think the Aces have a shot of potentially missing the playoffs. So that's something to keep in mind. Then you have the Los Angeles Sparks at plus 450, who I'm going to skip for now, and I will be getting into them later on after we recap all the other news that's happened in the WNBA with COVID. Then you have the Seattle Storm at plus 450, who are the first team on the list so far who have not had any issues with regard to COVID. They're going to be getting their entire roster back. They're going to be getting Sue Bird back and Brianna Stewart. Some of you might remember those names. Sue Bird, future Hall of Fame point guard in the WNBA, one of the greatest point guards of all time in the league. And you also have Brianna Stewart, who is arguably the greatest women's college basketball player of all time from UConn, who missed last year due to injury. Both Sue Bird and Brianna Stewart played in zero games last year, and Seattle struggled as a result. However, with both of them healthy, I think they're going to be a serious title contender, especially considering the fact that the last time both of them played together for a full season, they did win the championship. So the Storm, for me, should probably be the favorites to win the whole league, around plus 300, plus 275, give or take. Plus 450, though, does seem a little bit of an offline. I think that should be lower. But anyway, Seattle doesn't have any issues with regard to COVID. And that brings us to the Connecticut Sun at plus 600, who are going to be missing their leading point scorer and rebounder from last year in John Quell Jones, who decided to opt out of the restart due to safety concerns. Needless to say, if you're missing your star player, your leading point scorer and rebounder, I don't think you're going to win that many games. And I think plus 600 is a line that is not... Uh, accurate in my eyes. I think they should be closer to plus 900, potentially even higher. I really don't think they have a shot to win the championship with John Paul Jones out. And we're going to be talking about the sixth team uh, in terms of title odds uh, at, as the Phoenix Mercury open up as a 12-1 to championship uh, contender, according to FanDuel. And kind of like the Storm, they also don't have any issues with regard to COVID. They're going to be getting Brittany Griner, uh, coming back, she hasn't had issues about threatening to skip the season or anything like that. So she's back, one of the best centers in the league. Might actually be the best center in the league because of the absence of Liz Cambridge. Potentially arguing with Tina Charles, but either or, definitely top two. Uh, other than that, though, you do have the return of Diana Taurasi, arguably the greatest player in the history of the league, leading point scorer of all time in the WNBA. 
who only played a handful of games due to injury, but she is healthy once again. So she's going to be returning. And they also made a massive acquisition during the offseason as they paid a Queen's Ransom to Dallas in exchange for Skylar Diggins-Smith. So they have a pretty nice three-headed monster there, and that is available at 12-1. to Definitely think that line is too high. It should be probably closer to around 6-1. to But we'll see if these lines adjust over the next week or two. But either or, uh, looking at all these teams right now, uh, seems like the odds are a little bit off on some of these favorites here. I am a bit concerned with the Mystics missing Deladon. I'm concerned with the Aces missing Cambridge. I'm concerned with the Sun missing Jones. Overall, I think the Sparks might have a shot at 4.5-1, to one, but I'll get into them uh, in a second as they have a decent amount of COVID news to go through. But before we get into some news talking about the Sparks roster, we're going to be right back after we have a quick word from our sponsor. What's the number one sign of a bad home security system? A home security system that's so complicated that you can't even use it. And that's exactly the type of system that Simply Safe has spent a decade fighting against. Simply Safe was designed to be easy to use while protecting your whole home 24-7. Order it online, open the box, place the sensors, plug it in, and your home is now protected around the clock. It really is that simple. Head to simplysafe/team and get free shipping and a 60-day money-back guarantee. That's simplysafe.com slash team for free shipping and a 60-day money-back guarantee. It feels good to fear less. Welcome back, everyone, to the Ben Barrett Podcast and Believe Podcast Network. We just finished recapping some of the other teams in the WNBA who are uh, one of the, some of the favorites to actually win the championship. But now it's time for us to talk about the main team that this channel is going to focus on, which is the Los Angeles Sparks, since this is the Betting Bay Area Podcast. Even though... Uh, Los Angeles and technically in the Bay Area, uh, it's in California, and it's definitely closer to the Bay Area than any of the other teams in the league. So for that reason, we're going to be talking about them and talking about their championship odds at 4.5-1. to one. The Sparks bring back a ton of production from last season as they bring back each of their top four scores from last season. In Nika Agwumike, Chelsea Gray, Raquana Williams, and Candace Parker, each of them averaging over 11 points per game. So they do bring back a lot of offensive firepower. However, they were supposed to have more firepower as they ended up acquiring Christy Tolliver, who signed with the team during the offseason after spending three years with the Mystics. But she decided to opt out of the 2020 season due to COVID. She was a double-digit scorer in her career, and she made the All-Star team a couple of times. That is going to be a tough loss. Could have been a very nice top five for the Sparks, but they're going to be without Tolliver. And one thing that is also worth mentioning is that Ogwumike is going to be without her sister, as Chini Agwumike, who came to the Sparks via trade last season from Connecticut, has also decided to opt out of the restart due to COVID. So they are going to be missing some key pieces here. Still have their top four. They also are going to get back some decent pieces who, um, you know, missed out on last season. As you ended up getting Simone Augustus, who joined the Sparks in a one-year deal after 14 years with Minnesota. She ended up suffering a knee injury last year and only played in 12 games, but she should be a decent contributor here with the Sparks. Other than that, they also acquired Brittany, Stike, uh, Brittany Sykes from the Atlanta Dream, who should be a pretty solid contributor as well. So the Sparks, even though they are going to be missing some players due to COVID, you have the worst 
Agwumake's sister who's going to be opting out. And you also have Christy Tolliver, who is a uh, former All-Star, so she's still a very solid player. Sparks still have a lot of scoring options. You still have Candace Parker, who, even though she's been getting up there in age, still has a lot of talent, and she should be looking to lead the team. But Kelsey Gray, 14.5 points, six, uh, roughly six assists. She's back, uh, star point guard. Uh, Nika Agwumake, uh, leading rebounder, 8.8 rebounds, and leading scorer, 16.1 points. They do have a lot of talent, which should make them a serious threat in the Western Conference. Are they better than the Storm, in my opinion? No. Are they better than the Mercury? I'd say that's probably a toss-up. I would still lean yes, but in reality, I don't think the Mercury should be 12-1. to I think that they should be closer to 6-1, to so I do think that those two teams are relatively even. But in my opinion, I think the Sparks, as of right now, are better than the Mystics. I think they're better than the Aces. I think they're better than Connecticut. And I will have a slight lean to the Sparks over the Mercury for the WNBA championship odds if I had to make the lines myself. I think Seattle's the best team in the league, though. So I think that Seattle is going to be favored over the Sparks if they would meet up in the playoffs. But I do think that the Sparks have a pretty solid chance of making a deep run after a pretty underwhelming performance last season, losing in the playoffs as they were hoping to potentially lift another banner in the Los Angeles, but either or, uh, it is what it is. Uh, I expect WNBA, even though a lot of people don't watch the sport, which, you know, it is what it is, or the league, I should say. In reality, you are starting to see a lot of sports trickle back in, and WNBA is still going to be a steady stream of basketball content, and you have a chance to make money on it. So if you believe you have a good value on anything, it could be any type of prop, any type of sport, then I don't know why you would try to limit yourself from betting it just because you aren't exactly interested in the sport. But Sparks at four and a half to one seems a bit right to me. I think that they should be favored over the Mystics, I said before, and the Aces. So for me, I would probably put the Sparks at four to one. If I had to price it myself, I would put the Mystics at roughly, I'd say before seven to one, maybe a little bit higher without Deladon. I think the Aces should be at roughly six to one. So for me, I think the Storm should be a plus 275. They're my pick to win the whole thing. Um, the Sparks are going to be my second pick here at plus 400 if I had to do the odds. And then I, you could argue about the Aces being tied with the Mercury, in my opinion, at roughly, I'd say, 6-1 to one being the third championship odds. But that's kind of my thoughts there. However, there is another way to bet on the Sparks during the course of the season as BetOnline does have over-under season win totals, which is worth mentioning because the Sparks are currently priced at 13.5 with some juice to the under at minus 130, with the over 13.5 being put at plus 100. So there are expected to be 22 uh, regular season games, potentially a little bit more, potentially a little bit less. really depends on how COVID is going to play a factor. Uh, but it should be somewhere in the 20s. Definitely will be a shortened season, uh, which is worth mentioning. It's supposed to be 22 games in the regular season, so if any game gets canceled, you do get your money back. But looking at the Sparks, over under 13.5 wins does sound about right. The Aces are at 14 right now. Uh, looking at some of the other teams, the Mystics are currently at 15.5. The Storm are at 14.5, kind of based on what the betting odds were. 
I'd have to lean to the over with the Sparks, I guess. I'm not really that confident in that lean. But I think they could win 14 to 15 games, especially assuming that the Aces are going to fall off a little bit. I think 14 is too high. Uh, even though the Mystics are in the Eastern Conference, I still think that one totals a bit high, 15 and a half. So I think that the Sparks should be able to win that matchup as well, which might have been originally priced as a loss. Connecticut's at 11 and a half. I think that line's a bit too high based on where they're currently at with the absence of their best player. I think the Sparks should probably win around 14 to 15 games. Are they going to win or come in first place in the actual Western Conference? For me, no. I think Seattle should. I think Seattle could easily win even 16 to 18 games. I think Seattle's really that good. But for me, the the plays that I'll give out for the WNBA breakdown, I'll give out the uh, Storm, who I actually found on Fox to win the championship at 12 to 1. Uh, so I already took that about a week and a half ago, and that's officially off the board now. But I'll link to the Sparks win the championship. I'm not going to take the Sparks, uh, the Storm at plus 450. I mean, I'm not going to take the Sparks to win the championship at plus 450. However, I will take the Sparks over 13 and a half wins in the regular season, which is available at plus 100 on Bet Online, and that will be my only play on the Sparks for the upcoming WNBA season. Uh, other than that, though, if you enjoyed the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're also available in your favorite directory, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast on Twitter. You can find me personally at Reichel Radio on Twitter. Thank you for watching the, better, the Betting Barrier Podcast and Believe Podcast Network. Good luck to all of you and your respective bets today. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.